Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. And it's Thursday, but it's a very special Thursday. Uh, the Thursday that you're hearing this, Megan, why is it a special Thursday? I, you almost <laughs> made me feel like crap. I, uh, it's my child's birthday. It's your child's birthday. When you're hearing this, it is... Well, I mean, I guess if you're listening to it in real time, uh, it's Jordan's first birthday. She's a year old already. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we just mm-hmm. had the conversation of, like, we stopped the drinking part of the show and sneakily i found ways around i was like oh not this week and truthfully maybe for the best we don't drink so much but whatever i don't have a problem it's fine dude it was great recording at like 10 (laughs) o'clock at night and being buzzed going to bed i'm like yeah sometimes we got there were some episodes i don't know how we got to the end like i know i was speaking gibberish and i was like oh like, this yeah. is, like i remember like doing some outros and i'm like i have no idea the last like five minutes of what i just said so i do remember that it's what just a time to be alive yeah, what a time right well so happy birthday jordan wow you're a year old so i'm crazy. certain we'll still be doing this podcast by the time she can listen to it or she can go back and just hear if we're not. I would hope just so. Kidding. Really, I mean, we're working on it, okay? We're trying. Listen, we are trying our best. And speaking of trying our best, um, we also, I like, I think we forgot to mention it last episode. I don't know. People have been messaging us and stuff. They, <laughs> you still message us from time to time. We are horrid at uh, reaching back out. It is. It is like my biggest flaw as a human <laughs> is reaching out to people, not even just in messages for this podcast, but like, you know, my family, mm. my friends, co-worker. I don't talk to anybody, really. No. Um, I said we really need to like hire a, an intern to start answering our messages I for used us. to be really good about it. It's since I've had a child, something has happened. Like I never let my email box have a unread messages you don't want to know how many unread messages i have right now considering Um, it started when i was pregnant mine started uh when i got depressed i don't know mine really the pandemic changed me in ways that i was not expecting i used to be a very extroverted person now i don't really care Mm -mm. i care about you guys and when you reach out to us every day every (laughs) every day that goes by i'm like ugh. Now I really can't answer them. It looks silly, but then I feel worse with each passing day. I'm sure a lot of you can relate, I hope. Uh, So we reached out to you guys by the time you're hearing this, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, All that to say, we got some messages about the movie we were flipping out about. We're like, where does someone open their little beady eyes and go, Huh. <laughs> like and they're like <laughs> fluttering their eyes and there's like butterflies or something what movie did it end up being actually somebody said we're back y- but yeah, and I, I feel like there's <clears throat> i still i'm not satisfied i need to go watch no, it <laughs> i said it was the page master when um adventure is oh no i said it was something about horror uh-huh. it's adventure and i told you it was acting adventure. all manly yes and uh fantasy has like put his makeup on and put a dress on him and he's floating he goes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said it was the cowardly lion when they're waking up in the wizard of oz so the theme the idea here <laughs> is this happens basically if you've ever seen a don bluth movie <laughs> yeah i i am still not and the sad thing is, is i'm not satisfied with any of those answers either 
there's I, something missing. I, <laughs> I know. And everyone's going to come back at us and be like, it's this one. So it could be a lot of movies. All of these movies. We're back. Wonderful. Uh, screw eye. What a crazy terrifying way to go. Mm-mm. Like if I, I'm over here, like I don't want to spoil anything. If you haven't seen We're Back yet, come on, it's not my problem. It came out in the '90s, <laughs> but no, the like he's Screw Eye is the villain. The way they like finish his character is creepy. Yeah, real creepy actually. He's uh, literally just disappears. The whole movie, <laughs> the whole movie's weird. But I really wanted to eat Brain Drain, the cereal. Oh God! You know what I'm talking so about. So you could turn to a mean dinosaur. <laughs> no, didn't it look good though? It gave. It was giving like um, Captain Crunch, like original Captain Crunch vibes. Or I thought I'll have to watch it again. I was thinking more like Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies. I wanted Captain Crunch when I watched it. Okay, uh, is that what it's called? Brain Drain, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay, I really wanted to eat it as a child. <laughs> What does that say about me? Um, Wizard of Oz, I really can't spoil that one for you. If you haven't been around since, I don't know, the 50s, 60s, 60s, something like that. That is a you problem. Uh, And then Page Master. If you haven't seen the Page Master, you should go see that. So good. It's Yeah, it's still one of my favorites. I think I had Maddie watch it because I figured she would have watched it Mm -hmm. um, as a child because she reads so many books and she had never seen it before. Did she like it? I think so. I don't know. She tells me she's like, it was good. And then later on, she's like, I didn't really like it. Oh, good Lord. I heard her blow her nose. (laughs) I thought she was yelling from the other room about liking the movie. Whoops. Okay. Well, we are in our spooky podcast. I know. (laughs) Yeah. So now that we've talked about uh, sucking and not reaching out to people, um, the movies, all the movies where some weird animated character goes and they wake <laughs> up and there's butterflies and weird things around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jordan's birthday. Now we can get to the matter at hand, which is ghosts. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes, indeed. This week we are in Rhode Island, specifically Providence, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Is there literally any other city in Rhode Island? I don't know. I How think small- they're all here. It's not small. I think it's the entire city that's or the a, entire state. That's why I'm saying Rhode Island is so small as Providence, the only option. I was shook at the um, the population. I said, I thought that's how many people like lived in the state. Oh, well, I want to <laughs> guess like, what, 25,000? Oh, no. More? More. Is it more than Terre Haute? Yes. 85,000. more. What? Okay, just go. Just sit down. Okay, I'm going to have a seat. Hello. Oh, that scared me. Okay. <gasps> Providence or Island, uh, the population as of 2022 was 179,472. What? I. That's like, isn't that bigger than, wait, no, that's stupid. That's not bigger than Indy. <laughs> we do this every I time. Know. I don't know. I feel like it could rival it. What is that? I think that's your cat bodying the door. Hold on. Well, if they do it again, we'll let you know. I don't... This house is a prison, honestly. <laughs> honest to God. All right. The median age of Providence is 31.2 years old, so not too bad. Mm-mm. It's a little, I think, on the younger side. Yeah. Yeah, I think. The poverty rate, a little bit high. It's 23%. Yikes. Yeah. Real, I mean, I guess larger cities tend to see that, I feel like. Even on the East Coast. Yeah. Now, here we go with, we ran into this with our Cannon Beach episode. Um, 
the median household income is $49,065. Wow. Yep. With a median poverty, po- poverty, property value. And they, uh, U.S. data, whatever, world data, I.O. that we use, they word it as property value. So, again, property I don't know. Property could be land. Oh, sorry if that land, was me. Land. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, who knows if it's like, com- I would imagine it is it has not to commercial. Be, yeah, residential. Um, but when you said the 49000 for some reason, I thought that was the home, the property. No, no, no. That's the household income. The Which is still not good. Property value is $225,200. It's just, I mean, that doesn't surprise me for the East Coast. And Rhode Island being darn near an island like mm-hmm. yep, i yep, don't yep. know i say that like it like i've ever been to rhode island i'm sure it's really pretty <laughs> oh yeah it looked really nice the racial breakdown had me shook uh is a pretty pretty uh a good melting pot yes all right okay you better believe the white population is still the highest that's true i just feel like the edges literally all the edges of the country mm-hmm. probably see more diversity and the more center you get the whiter it gets that's a good a good guess i yeah i feel like that's got to have some uh science behind it yeah so the white non-hispanic is 33.8 percent only 33 only 33 i was expecting 60 minimum yeah Black African-American is 13.3. That's still, okay. Um, White Hispanic is 19.4. Okay, yeah. Other Hispanic, which I'm not sure what, because multiracial is a different category on its own. Mm -hmm. Other Hispanic is 16%. All right. Asian, 5.5%. And multiracial, 2.69% with a couple of less than a percent in there. Right. So just a good chunk of everyone. Right. That's nice. That's not too bad. Mm-mm. Okay. So I wanted to know just like, I've been going to cities websites when I do my background and just, I want to see what the city thinks of themselves. <laughs> right. Oh man. Have you ever done Terre Haute's? I've not. Uh, I don't know if I want to know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I went to goprovidence.com mm-hmm. and they say about themselves, Providence, known as the creative capital, combines the accessibility and friendliness of a small town with the culture and sophistication of a big city. With a thriving arts community, vibrant hotels, a renowned restaurant scene, and so many things to do, Providence is the perfect place to visit. Mm-hmm. Not bad. No. I mean, they summed it up. Plus, I also grabbed some of their uh, things to do in town coming up. I did grab some that have already passed, but only because they fall into our wheelhouse okay we just missed it on the 16th was the providence ghost tour may 16th Mm, we could still make it (laughs) yes let us time travel yeah (laughs) on may 18th so today the the episode as or if you're hearing it on the 18th is the warwick food truck night in crown plaza I do like a good food truck. I do love food trucks. Listen, Terre Haute just did something recently where it was like a street fair, basically. The night market, that's what they call it. Yes. And I was really expecting, they said there would be food trucks there. There was like a food truck. Yeah. I'm not sure if you have booty hole. It's the first night market. So It is. And truthfully, for Terre Haute, I was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. uh i am a big kid though and like <laughs> i my options were papa john's because the local pizza place ran out of pizza or uh, a cannoli 
Yeah, because they had other stuff. They had like tacos and things. And as we're standing in line, they're like, we are out of food. We just have cannolis. And we're like, yeah. that little girl that was in front of us was not started pleased. He, he was like, I'm sorry. He's like, do you like chocolate? And she started crying harder. He's like, I'm sorry. She really wanted her birria taco. Yes. Which that's so white. I wasn't going to try to try to, you know, church it up oh, and say it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, well, the tomorrow, Friday, the 19th is a food you truck. throwing me because I'm like, no, it's not. I know. <laughs> food truck Friday at Roger Williams Park. That we can make. We what if we I'm leave sure now. <laughs> it's just like an eight hour drive. It can't be that bad. You are out of your mind. A Rhode Island. I don't know. I bet it's like 12 hours. I'm on looking go on. The 21st is Southside Community Lands Trust's Rare and Unusual Plant Sale. <laughs> Maddie? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm dumb. It's four, It's 15 hours. Okay. I almost said 16, but I thought 12 was a safe bet. All right. What did I say? Eight? I was only you halfway there. We would make it halfway there. <laughs> well, because that I gets thought... us to like Philadelphia or to... Uh, I thought Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. I thought, well, because in my mind, I've been to Pennsylvania. I'm like, that's just right next door. And like, it's technically, not. oh my God, world map, what are you doing? Technically, yeah, I go Ohio. Well, it wants you to go through, let's see, Indiana, Ohio. The way it is having you take is New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Or you could go through Ohio. What is this place? Pennsylvania. <laughs> And uh, New York, Rhode Island, um, whatever it doesn't matter. Is so Pittsburgh is re- Pittsburgh is on the edge. I did not realize it was like on the furthest west edge of. Yes. Okay, well that makes sense. Nimman. All right. Don't also, I feel foolish. Also on the twenty first is the Moonshine Alley's Taylor Swift tailgate party. I is that also a thousand plus doll hairs? I don't know. And also, the last thing on the 21st is the Cranston Spring Street Festival. All right. All things, we if we were in Rhode Island right now... Uh, we would be doing that. We'd be living it up. I want to live next to water so freaking bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now what you're here for. The place that we're going to. <laughs> All right, so next week, we're going to be... Just kidding. All right, where are we at? We are formerly known as the Providence Biltmore, now named... The Graduate. Darn it. I feel like I meant to like dig into The Graduate more, but I feel like all the information is underbuilt more, really, right? Yeah, because The Graduate, as far as I can tell, that name change just happened in like 2021. I was going to say, it seemed fairly recent. Mm -hmm. But they left the Biltmore. There's in big red neon letters on the top of the building. It still says Biltmore. So they could do it. But the Cecil... You idiots. Dude, <sighs> I don't know. Herstory. I know. I guess stuff has to change sometimes, but I can't believe they painted <clears throat> over that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the article that I'm going to pull from is uh, they kind of poo-poo the whole this can't be a haunted place, which bums me out. Yeah, a so. little bit because from what I can tell, there's quite a few stories of people who've had experiences there. Yeah, I have visual evidence. So, okay, well, this person says they can't really find anything to prove that what happened there actually happened there, and they're oh. they're writing a book on it. 
Okay, because there's a lot of stuff that has claimed to have happened there. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be transparent because I wanted to not read this article just because it does poo-poo on the fact that it's like, it can't be haunted because. And I didn't want to read it because I didn't want to spoil that for you guys. But, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. I've got some other stuff that I'm going to pull from too. But I'm going to read this just because there was no way to really read... I didn't want to lie to you guys and, like, cut around the part where it's like, it's not haunted. Yeah. <clears throat> well, okay, so you can read this, and then I will just destroy it with all the information I have. Good. Oh, good. No oh, goody. Okay. So, and where is it even coming from? Go local prov. Okay. I don't know. Providence. I guess that's short for Providence, I assume. Well, yeah. All right. I think it's, like, a, a local... Um, newspaper online newspaper something like that i don't know mm -hmm. here we go and it was written in 20 no when was it written that's when the biltmore changed to the yeah graduate. it was written in 2019 okay i just wanted to make sure that was right okay i'm looking at a different <laughs> I, that's okay i've got two articles it doesn't matter you guys i cite my sources it's fine one of the hotel's biggest claim to fame is its origin as it was designed by architectural firm warren and wetmore if that sounds familiar it did not to me that those are the guys who um built or who's credited to designing the new york grand central station oh okay no so, I was like, it doesn't really ring a bell. That's no. why. However, legends about its financing likely got the history all wrong. This whole article is just like, so that, you all know this, but that's not true. So now that stresses me out, because pretty much from the sounds of it, whatever you're going to read, I'm, my stuff is just going to contradict all of it. Yes. Okay. I kind of figured that was going to happen. Okay. Like literally that sentence alone tells me nothing is going to be the same, but go ahead. Yep, here we go. A quick Google search produces a list of blogs claiming that a Johann Leis, or Lysi Weisskopf, it's a German, yeah. so his middle name I'm not sure of. Anyway, he paid for the construction, and he was supposedly a Satanist. Dum, dum, dum. Even more suspicious for the superstitious is the chicken coop that was once housed <laughs> oh on gosh. the roof. Providence resident Amanda Blount... Who's so sorry? I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's the word is gross. She spent the pandemic performing hundreds of hours of research for her upcoming book, Meet Me at the Biltmore. She said she was unable to find any record of the devil's advocate, even with the help of a genealogist. That is that is weird. I don't know. That's weird because every source. She said Blount is quoted saying we changed all sorts of spellings we tried to find anybody who was like that who matched his age description name i think it's probably just local lore a financer not not a not like a, the builder not a he yeah was a, this is he the person financed who financed it. it she couldn't find info on i don't believe you she said it turns out that the story has been passed around in what might have been just a bad game of telephone that's a heck of a name to come up with through telephone. Right. She said, Blount says, I reached out to a number of people who wrote the blogs and their response was, oh, I just saw it on this other blog. 
Okay. So I mm, Blount's research, which included about 11,000 Providence Journal articles pulled from the archives, made clear that the hotel's construction was actually financed by a massive city-led public funding effort that was among the first of its kind. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I know. Just, like, I feel don't like, shoot the messenger. I know. It's weird. It's almost like I'm a um, skeptic for people who are poo-pooing ghosts. Like, I'm skeptical of you dismissing this. I'm just going to tell myself it is. It feels bad, but I know there's evidence. Otherwise, we wouldn't have picked this. I mean, yeah, yeah there are some times where we just come up short and a place doesn't really seem to have much it happens occasionally we have to give you guys the hard truth but there seems to be evidence for this place which i was gonna say that's kind off. of the point of this is not all places are going to be haunted and truthfully mm-hmm. that's for people to decide it's on a case-to-case basis that's why we like to still go out and you know investigate places when we can mm-hmm. so it's hard to say about this place unless we were to get to go but i have seen things in videos and it's just i don't know can videos be doctored yet but whatever we'll get there blount says that they went door to door all over the city and asked people to donate a dollar five dollars one hundred dollars whatever they could construct or whatever they could to the construction of the biltmore and they ended up raising several million dollars this way which was an astronomical amount of money in 1921 yeah that is Mm -hmm. going door to door that seems less Likely than to, having just a multimillionaire dude that's like, here's my money. Right. If you I went door to door today, you would get like multiple hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. As for the chicken coop, it was installed by the hotel's first manager who wanted fresh farm to table dinners for the guest. It doesn't exactly scream animal sacrifice unless you're a vegetarian. <laughs> I mean, oh well. Blount didn't find records of any murders either, though she did locate a report of one suicide in the 1940s by a woman who leaped from a window. I know, I'm just... Later, panicked or later, panicked guests repeatedly called the front desk reporting visions of figures falling outside, yet each time, no one was found below. So people have mm-hmm. seen her spirit, I guess, just in this loop. Okay. That's perhaps the closest thing to a ghost story that exists within these walls. Just ask General Manager Scott Williams, who was stationed on a 24-hour watch with colleagues when the hotel was shuttered earlier in the pandemic. He said, quote, I can say that none of the three of us saw anything during that time, unfortunately. The first few months, it was kind of nerve-wracking, like, is anybody going to see a ghost? And then after the first few months, it's like, all right, I want to see something now. Okay. Nonetheless, for those of you who wish to believe, staff members and guests have reported hearing doors slamming, among other noises that may generally occur in a hotel. Sorry, folks. Yeah, you better be sorry. I know, she's poo-pooing. If you're seeking fact-based excitement, look no further than the hotel's longtime employees, such as banquet captain Desiree Rinaldi, who has worked at the hotel for more than three decades. Some 10 years into the job, she received the surprise of a lifetime. Mm. Mm. My boss comes in and he goes, and this is um, Rinaldi's quote. Mm -hmm. My boss comes in and he goes, I need you to go down to the false false staff room and wait on somebody that's in there. Rinaldi said, I'm okay. That's no big deal. And then when she walked in, it was Diana Ross. Oh, just casual. All right. They've had a number of... um, Famous. Famous people that have shown up there. Yeah. She's, Rinaldi says she doesn't remember what Diana ordered. She just remembers being shocked. Yeah. Yeah. 
But Rinaldi has also waited on Anthony Quinn, Antonio Banderas, Melanie Griffith, and Tom Brady, whose friend was married at the hotel. Oh, okay. So lots of, uh, lots of famous people hitting this place up. Mm-hmm. She said, I'll tell you, as long as he was there, his entire team that was... Oh, she's talking about um, Tom Brady. As long as he was there, his entire team that was there with him was on their best behavior. And as soon as he left, they're like, all right, we can drink now. <laughs> to say nothing of the hotel's other guests, from JFK to the Rolling Stones, and the Von Trapp family, who filled seven rooms. Oh. That's one hotel with 1,000 stories. Yeah, that cracks me. I was like... I full disclosure it's not even that late while we were recording but i'm yawning and you said the tom brady thing and so i'm like i don't know it just cracked so they were like oh he's gone like Uh, not the coaches not tom brady yeah they were on their best behavior till he left and they're like which kind of cracks me up because like he's something else today did when he got uh divorced or whatever did you see on his instagram page like underneath his name his bio said like uh family football faith or something like that no okay yeah so did he cheat on his wife i don't remember exactly what he did i don't know they got a div- i think they just divorced because she couldn't handle him not being home i mean probably so he chose well that's the thing is so, so he essentially chose football over his family yeah. so it used to be a picture of him his wife if they have kids whatever and it said faith or football family faith or something like that someone say in that word no once once the word got out that he was getting divorced his bio now just says football (laughs) is that real or is that i'm pretty pretty sure i kind of want to look it up football because i think i did go look myself one time because i was like i don't it really i know for sure it said like faith family football yeah. And maybe in that order because that just rolls off the tongue better. Uh-huh. But if we look up Tom Brady, <laughs> to, uh, he doesn't even have a bio now. It's a link to. It's just a emoji of a football. That's <laughs> not even the word. Oh, it's family and football is what it says on. If you click on the link that's on there, but it did just say football. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Um,. The website that I read that from, I didn't copy it. When I told you I was reading Go Local Prov, that was not from Go Local Prov. Okay. That was something else. Oh, okay. But it wasn't like a newsletter or a news article or something that I read. This is Go Local Prov, which it's kind of in a weird format on the website. I couldn't really um, copy the information and I wasn't going to hand type it out. It was just too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read little snippets from here because what it has done is it's put the history of the Biltmore Hotel in order from 1922 to 2019 with some of the highlights of what happened during that time. Okay. So starting off strong in the 1920s, we have our architects Warren and Wetmore, which we did talk about. Um, They are best known for their monumental Beau Arts Grand Central Terminal in New York's Grand. (laughs) Their practice, however, included a diverse catalog of building types and architectural styles across the United States and internationally. Ooh, They were partners for three decades also, which that's a long time to work with somebody. Yeah. Um, So that's just a little snippet of them. The let's see. This person, I wanted to just skip through some of it because I know it's going to be kind of overlapping with what I just told you. Meh. But um, we're going to skip that one. 
Oh, the okay. grand opening of the Biltmore. Yay. Because that other snippet was weird. It was about Egypt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the opening of the Providence Biltmore Hotel epitomized glitter and glamour. A front page story in the June 6th, 1922 edition of the Providence Journal reported on the banquet and ball that would officially open the Biltmore, predicting that it would be the most elaborate social event ever to be held in the city. Over 1,000 people attended the party, including local officials and several prominent New York hoteliers. From the occasion, for the occasion, the building was illuminated from top to bottom with more than 25,000 lights. In 1922? Yeah. Okay, guys, calm down. Yeah. The original owners, New York entrepreneurs John Bowman and Louis Wallach, envisioned the Biltmore as a state-of-the-art luxury hotel. The building's unique V-shaped design afforded all guests... Wow, sorry. I just wanted to fidget with something. I dropped it. Anyway, the V-shaped design afforded all guests an outside room, which is nice. That is cool, If you've seen the building, it's just a big... Yeah. Yeah. The V. I thought it was an L, but I suppose it depends on which way you're looking at it. That, yeah, that's true. Unless the entrance is in the corner of the V. Yeah. That may be why they call it a V. All right. Now we're moving up to the 1930s. There's a famous bellboy that worked there, which, man, I can hear that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I get, guys, I get so distracted when we record. I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting it away. What is it? What are you doing? Playing with a bottle cap. Just like sliding it along the windowsill? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. My goodness. Sorry, is I, my hands are to myself now. I'm going to do to you like I do to John. What's the last thing I just said? Oh, a bellboy, a famous <laughs> bellboy. See, no, but you could do that to me on any normal conversation I wouldn't remember. Okay. Jerk. We're in the 1930s. There was a famous bellboy that worked there. Yeah. A go local investigator. No, okay. <laughs> A go-local investigation into the FBI files of legendary New England crimes boss Raymond Patriarca. I had to remember how to say that. Okay. Patriarca? It's uh, whatever. I know I'm not saying it. Sure, yeah. Anyway, they found that after he dropped out of school, he took a job at the Biltmore. Patriarca testified before the feds and in part mentions that in the early 1930s, he served as a bellboy bellboy at the Biltmore Hotel. So who is Raymond L.S. Patriarca, you may be asking yourself. I am asking myself. Okay. His full name, Raymond Lorita Salvatore Patriarca, was an American mobster from Providence, Rhode Island, who became the longtime boss of the Patriarca crime family. Okay. So maybe something to touch on in the future. That'd be fun. Listen, there is some truth to... Okay, I... I'm not saying that 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 poo-poo article that you read is correct. Mm -hmm. But in the history that I'm going to read talks about a mob affiliation. So it's almost like people have taken information and just kind of misconstrued it a little bit. Because it wasn't this person, but there is a mob. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Moving to the 1940s, this was just like a fun little fact. The Biltmore's garden room swung to the sounds of such famous orchestra leaders as Benny Goodman and Jimmy Dorsey. Wow. For all you music lovers out there. Mm -hmm. The dance floor was once turned into an aquarium complete with live fish. That seems stressful. For a performance by Esther Williams and for Sonia Henney's ice show, the floor was frozen solid. Okay. Well, whatever. That's so extreme. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, we do have to mention these girls a little bit. In the 1940s and 50s, they had something called the Bashante Girls. Yeah. Which I probably am saying that wrong also. I've heard it pronounced a different way. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to say it, I don't but know I'll say it. if it's Bacante or Bashante. Yeah. I don't know. Bashante. <laughs> Who knows? Biltmore's famous Bashanta girls were known throughout the ca- country for their beauty and poise. These were the waitresses in the Biltmore's hip Bashanta room. The dining area was very intimate with dimmed lights and mirrored walls. Seating sections were called banquets, but spelled B-A-N-Q-U-E-T-T-E with all those extra. Okay, it's French. Yeah, they were designed to hold between two and eight people per each banquet. When one wanted to be served, one pushed a button to summon a Bashante girl. She would appear in her costume, which featured a, uh, <laughs> how do you say that? A diaphanous see-through skirt? Sure. The bar area had a glass floor, which was underlit with pink lighting, a feature which showcased the girl's beautiful legs. Etc. Yeah. <laughs> if they're wearing skirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, it has to be the Patriarch of Family because he comes back later in the 1950s. Raymond Patriarch's brother, Joseph, was hosting a 400-person wedding at the Biltmore Hotel. I don't even then, like 400 people. Like, Yeah. Then the Sheraton... That's so many people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then the Sheraton Biltmore on June 19, 1961. The reception followed the ceremony, which was held at 10.30 a.m. at St. Pius Church. The reception was held at 12 noon in the foyer of the hotel. Dinner was in the ballroom at 1 p.m. The dinner was a full course menu and no indication was given if dancing was allowed or for how long the affair would last. Oh, okay. Weird. It was the 50s. You do whatever you want. Okay. Tragedy struck between 1938 and 1954. In 1938, there was a great hurricane, and in 54, Hurricane Carol flooded the Biltmore's Grand Lobby. No. This says, quote, the 1954 hurricane flooded the building with water pouring down into the elevator shafts. Oh, crap. Yeah. Couches floated through the Falstaff room, drifted out into the lobby, and just stopped short of the revolving doors. That's creepy. As someone who has gone, seen a flood with mine own eyes. Yeah. That's some scary stuff, man. Yeah, I don't like it. A plaque high up on the lobby columns commemorates the high water mark. So you can see where the water hit. Oh, that's so creepy. Mm-hmm. All right, the 1970s. It got worse. Don't worry. Yay. For nearly five full years during one of Providence's bleakest eras, the Biltmore closed. No. From 1974 to 1979, there were calls to demolish the building. But oh. then Mayor Buddy uh, Cianci... Maybe. Mm-hmm. He helped with efforts to designate the hotel as a landmark. Local businessmen, including Bruce Sunlin of the Outlet Company, Michael Metcalf of the President, or I'm sorry, the Providence Journal, G. William Miller of Textron, and Jim Winocker, and <laughs> Dominic Zinni of B.B. Greenberg Company, purchased the hotel and leveraged the federal tax credits to rehabilitate the building, reopening in 1979 as the Biltmore Plaza Hotel. Okay. Sorry, that was a whole lot. I know. No, it's all right. All right. Well, Mayor Buddy actually lived in one of the suites at the Biltmore from the 90s into the 2000s. Okay. And he did this while he was 
mayor and during his corruption trial. <laughs> oh, dang. I did not get into that. I was like, we don't have the time. Right. Anyway, he moved to the Biltmore after he sold his Benefit Street carriage house. And the Biltmore is famous and has been featured in some movies and TV. Mm-hmm. The Providence Biltmore was featured in 2004 film The Last Shot and 2007 film 27 Dresses. Oh, okay. There, It was also in episodes of Brotherhood from 2004 to 2007. And there's been other movies that have been shot in Rhode Island where the um, actors would stay at the Biltmore. Mm-hmm. 2012, it sold again. It was purchased for $16 million. Jesus. Which seems a little low in 2012. I don't. All of these numbers mean nothing to me. I don't know. They said it was a phenomenal investment. So I think that means it was cheap. <laughs> yeah, probably. But he said owning the guy who bought it, Finnard, he said that owning the Biltmore as a hotel, he would like to hold on to it for generations to come. Okay. There we go. Um, one 2017, the Biltmore was sold to AJ Capital Partners and it was sold for $43.6 million. So. Wait, didn't he say he wanted it to be in the for generations to come? Yeah. Like, did he mean his family or? I, it was this guy. Uh, That's the way you made, you made it sound, but. Yeah, it was purchased by Finnard Properties. It was, it went, underwent some updates. And Todd Finnard said, we're excited. The property has had its ups and downs. I want the business in Providence to think of Biltmore as their hotel. I'm looking at this for my kids and grandkids. And what year was that that you bought it? 2012. And it sold 20... 2017. Okay, well, you tried your best. I don't know. It could have been he... Financial trouble, whatever his problem was. Yeah. But it sold for $43.6 million, and they announced that in 20... Okay, it was 2017, that they would rename it to Graduate Providence. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, the Graduate replaces the Biltmore... While new graduate, gosh darn it, while new graduate hotel signage went up, the landmark red light built more on the roof will remain for the foreseeable future. Good for them. Um, let's see. They said the Biltmore as today, as of right now, is owned by AJ Capital Partners, which asserts they have, quote, over $2.3 billion gross acquisition value of real estate purchased since the inception and more than $1.7 billion gross fair market value currently under asset management. They're a big okay, deal. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. So they're swallowing a ho- up hotels as they go. Yeah. That's really all I had. I mean, that brings us up to today's date. So yeah, I poo-pooed on your stuff. I didn't, but somebody, somebody did. did. Yeah. Yes. Um, you didn't mention something that this place inspired, though. Oh, um, it did inspire a Stephen King. Really famous yeah. Stephen King book. The it was The Shining, correct? Yeah, the Outlook Hotel and The Shining. Yeah. So I mean, the, it was set in what Colorado? Yes, they use that building. But if you, I'll see if I can't get pictures of it. But the picture of like the dining hall mm-hmm. and the there, bar. I was I gonna say there's actually the. I don't know if it, I actually can't remember if I saw it in one of the videos or if it's covered in one of my things that I'm gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. But there, the apparently the Academy Awards were held. At, at this place at one point like once hmm. and the pic there's a picture on the oh no <laughs> oh 
We lost our sound. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Man, I need to get my life together. Um, there's a picture on the wall of the this Academy Award thing, and it looks like the picture in the end with him sitting with every, and the the carpets look the same kind mm-hmm. well the carpets give the same vibe you've always been here <laughs> yeah yeah so just it apparently you know uh inspired yeah it did i i did forget to mention that but it wasn't in my notes so i am loving and just going to read what's put in front of me <laughs> no that's okay i'm going to do the same because honestly i had uh, I was going to read one source and then I was looking over this second one and I'm like, eh, it basically says all the same stuff and then some. So I think unless this forgets something really important, I'm just going to read this one, uh, amyscrypt.com. Okay. Sorry, I can't have one episode without burping. Good Lord. Listen, I'm a mess. So uh, this just looks like a blog. We're going to go over it though. So I'm going to read this and then... I did watch some videos. They were all short. Like, I couldn't find any really long ones. They were all between, like, three and seven minutes long. Okay. But I gathered some thoughts from them. So, let's read uh, Amy's Crypt first. It says, The Biltmore Hotel of Providence, Rhode Island is one of the city's most recognizable landmarks. It has existed since 1922, featured in multiple movies, and allowed the likes of Stephen King and Robert Block to gain inspiration for terrifying fictional accommodations, such as the Overlook Hotel and the Bates Motel. That's right. I yeah, forgot And that I don't one. know if I said Outlook. It's Overlook Hotel. Anyway. Uh, Though these stories have scared many, the true story of the Biltmore Hotel's past is far more sinister than one could imagine, unlike that booty hole that said it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, and has given rise to the belief that the Biltmore is the most haunted place in yeah. Rhode Island. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. we'll take that. Uh, well, like, here's a picture of the grand staircase in the lobby of the hotel. That's Wild, nice. That right? looks, uh, the dark lit picture is, it's given some vibes. <laughs> no, it is really cool. Like, because there's a lot of contrast. It's like really dark and then the bright chandeliers coming through. It's just a cool picture. Uh, okay, since the Biltmore's ho- Biltmore Hotel's concept, good lord, me, me. Since the <laughs> Biltmore Hotel's conception, it has shared strong links with darkness. Now, this is incomplete, uh, what's the word I'm looking Contradiction. for? Contradiction. Contradiction to what Megan just said, so, uh, just forget what you heard. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> this is the gospel. No oh. pun, no <laughs> pun intended, because it's about to get weird. Oh, okay. In 1918, Johann Lysa Weisskopf. Uh, famously known to be an open Satanist, made the decision to finance the construction of the Biltmore Hotel. It was public knowledge that the building's purpose was to educate the New England community about Satanism and its perks. Uh, Which, as we know, Satanism is not as ridiculous as people make it out to be. It's Sacrifices, devil worship, whatever. I'm going to sit here and defend this whole article, but I will say it does talk about the chickens and sacrifices and whatever it's it's another religion it's just like it is on the same level as you know whatever christianity christianity (laughs) judaism islam buddhism Buddhism, whatever it's all it's a it's another religion and don't knock it till you try it i don't know like i'm not gonna it is not what people think it is anyway it was the big and this was even way before the big satanic panic this is in the 20s so it's really unknown about 70 years early. <laughs> yeah, they they were, uh, you know, what? It, dang, I hate when I want to think of a specific word. They were being mean before it was cool. Oh, okay. Uh, 
me, me, me. They wanted to educate New England about Satanism and its perks. The hotel was even designed with religious considerations, including a chicken coop on the roof to supply plentiful sacrifices for weekly rituals, underground altars, including dugout springs used in cleansing rituals, and the famous Bacante dining room. Is that how you said it? Uh, I, when I read Bichante. it, I think I said Bachante. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Bachante. I listen, the I mean, dining really, room, yeah. uh, which was home to staff. Now you didn't say this part and this is, this was like in every article I've read. So I was like, are you going to say it? No. Uh, they were like, you know, pretty waitresses, blah, blah, blah. They weren't just, they weren't in the outfits that they might have had see-through outfits Mm -hmm. really see-through outfits because according to this and other articles uh it was the staff of nude waitresses affectionately known as the picante girls now i did say diaphanous but uh i still don't know what that means no delicate light delicate and translucent yeah like i'm gonna jump over to this other um i thought that's what they were getting at that they were like um kind of scantily clad waitresses. Well, like this second article I have says, uh, the famous Picante girls who waitressed nude in the Picante dining room, which perhaps more accurately might have been called the Picante orgy pit. Nope. Frequented by such (laughs) luminaries of the time, uh, such as Douglas Fairbanks, F. Scott, and Zelda Fitzgerald, and Louis Armstrong. No! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Did you do that? Oh my god. Oh my god. I hate you. Why is this like the second time in 24 hours that he's been brought Oh my god, Louie. I saw a thing the other day that said, what a wonderful world. And I went, what a wonderful world. I can't even do it now because I throw her. I don't even want to try. I'm so mad that that happened so fast. I swear this is it. I had no idea you were going to say that. She really didn't, you idiot. Anyway, oh, I'm the funniest person I know. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, it said it could have. So it, this uh, more lovingly known as the Bacante Orgy Pit was uh-huh. frequented by those people. Okay. So frequented, like, <laughs> yeah, like no, they're often. I guess so. I will say every this last, weekend. This last little tidbit on the article that I'm not using a ton of. It just made me laugh. It said, obviously, the Satanism gives the hotel a bad name, though it was Vice Cops ties to the Rhode Island mob that probably did the hotel its only real damage. Despite the scores of chickens slaughtered in the hotel, they are not the ones who haunt the halls. <laughs> I don't, stop. Okay, you had your one. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. So anyway, Ooh, these these funnier. waitresses apparently waited nude, according to these articles. Mm-hmm. Adding to the controversy of the new hotel was its use as a popular speakeasy during Prohibition. Mob uh, affiliation? Huh? I said ah uh. ah. Uh, mob affiliations guaranteed that some terrible events occurred at the Biltmore Hotel. It is these mixed with the satanic rituals that many believe to have trapped spirits within the walls of the Biltmore. Uh, During the Biltmore's days as a speakeasy, it attracted many high-powered men of the law and government officials to its underground concealed bar. So, I don't, I'm jumping ahead and I'm saying this because it was in another article, I don't know if it's going to be in this one, that this, yeah, Rhode Island in general got away with a lot of alcohol during prohibition because so many officials 
were in these underground things drinking uh-huh. that they just blackmailed them. They're <laughs> like, well, if you try to do anything, we're just going to tell on you. Like, right. So Rhode Island was one of the best places to go if you wanted to get around prohibition laws. Nice. Um, it was, yeah, like it said, it was like the, your best bet in the country because <laughs> so many officials were dabbling that no one could do anything about it. No, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. High blood alcohol levels and a lax attitude for normal laws created an unstable environment that festered a breeding ground for crime. Ugh. Now, here are the things that your article was saying it couldn't prove. Uh, some trigger warnings, bad things happen. Sorry, it's it doesn't get into detail, luckily, but just know that. Uh, during this time, multiple murders saw at least six police implicated in the crimes. Mm. Like, oh, So, I'm sure other crimes happen, but these, these big crimes were like government officials and police officers. <laughs> okay. Because, of course, it was. Um, it's no wonder she was having a hard time finding things on it. And yeah, just having to sneak around that. Uh, multiple murders saw at least six police implicated in the crimes. Further murders occurred, including the drowning of an 11-year-old prostitute. I did come across that. First of all, 11, 11 yeah. prostitute? Yeah. Let's, I mean, that's forced sex work. Come on now, at 11 it's, years old. Yeah, like prostitute is a, uh, first of all, it's an outdated term. Second of all, uh, thinking of it in the time frame, sex worker, I highly doubt that was working by choice. It, the only way, I mean, still it wouldn't be by choice, but the only way I could see it being possibly kind of their choice is if the family was struggling and they're like, here you go. I, you're a developed 11-year-old. Go out and make us some money. That's like the only thing I could probably see. Yeah. I'm going to finish this chunk and then see if it says what I want it to say. If it doesn't, I will elaborate. Uh, even a mayor and governor were implicated in murder, as well as several sexual assault ac- accusations, of course. Uh, legend states that all of these deaths resulted in hauntings, seeing the spirits of murdered victims trapped within the Biltmore. So no, it doesn't go into detail. This other article does, like, break down who did what. Okay. And it says that, uh, likely one of the reasons that between 1920 and 1933, six police officers were implicated in the murders of eight people within the walls of the Biltmore, (sighs) along with one governor... Who then? So this one governor had at least six assaults and one murder. Uh, <laughs> okay. One mayor had one murder, and a cardinal, like a very high up person in the Catholic yeah. diocese, was the one that uh, drowned the eleven year old girl. Neat. I'm curious now because I did skip over that guy, uh, the 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 mayor that I said. Who was staying at the Biltmore during? Yeah, uh, yeah. Who was staying at the Biltmore during his um, trial? Now I wonder what that trial was. Well, yeah. Well, this all of these things, you know, uh, six police officers killing eight people, a governor assaulting six people and murdering one, a mayor murdering one, a cardinal drowning an eleven-year-old sex worker. So not only, not only. Drowning an 11-year-old girl, but a cardinal yeah. uh, in cahoots with a sex worker do- isn't the irony. It's just so grand. It's wonderful. But this happened between 1920 and 1933. So, okay. like, early, been, early on. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, back to Amy's crypt. 
blah 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 i've read that that is a cool they really like whoever did this photography really likes their darks Mm -hmm. and lights contrasts there's a whole book on buddy by the way oh okay it's where'd it go it just said well you said um, he was in he was in for um the prince of providence the true story of buddy cianci america's most notorious mayor some wise guys and the feds that's the name of the book yeah you said it was for uh Oh my gosh, co- not coercion. It starts with a C. What the no, heck? No, it was uh, hold the on. word is gone. Oh, I'm so it mad. It was a corruption trial. Corruption, man. The every time I can't think of a word, I get scared that it's because of my age. Oh, he died in 2016, by the by. So, Ooh. all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, suicide. So sorry, trigger warning. That just came out. I I told <laughs> you it was a blanket trigger warning. Suicide also contributed to the Biltmore's ho- Biltmore Hotel's ghost tally. On October 24th, 1929, so this is kind of similar to your woman situation jumping out of the window, but it's not a woman. Mm-hmm. In October 24th, 1929, there was a stock market crash that resulted in an unknown financial worker throwing himself from the 14th floor of the Biltmore Hotel. E. It is told that this crash severely crippled the man's financial status to which he couldn't cope, uh, seeing his only exit as death. Mm. Though the identity of this man remains unknown, he left behind a legacy and today remains the Biltmore Hotel's most cited ghost. Though he left from his 14th room, his room on the 14th floor, his apparition has been apparition has been spotted all throughout the hotel. Uh, I don't want to say that next part because it's going to be in my notes later. In addition to the phantom falling man and the many murder victims roaming the haunted Biltmore Hotel, other reports of unexplicable... What? Unexplainable paranormal paranormal activity exists. Slow down, girl. Uh, Around the witching hour, many have claimed to hear the sounds of crazed parties coming from empty rooms. Oh, yay. This includes the sounds of heavy stomping, as if drunken groups of dancers are taking to the floor and glasses clinking from long past toasts. Others have heard and even cited apparitions of ghostly dancers gliding across the hotel's grand ballroom. More spooky occurrences have been corroborated by staff members and described by past guests and online review sites. And then it talks about how you can go visit the Biltmore. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, now I want to talk about the videos that I watched. And I took shorthand notes, so I'm really hoping that I can remember. This was like a compilation of YouTube videos, TikToks, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever I could find, really, because they were all kind of short. Okay. Someone said that, they were they were staying in the Biltmore and walking through, and on the eleventh floor specifically, they kept catching whiffs of this like throughout the hall. Not just like a lady walked through with her perfume on, but just every now and then they would be hit with probably white diamonds <laughs> walking through the hotel on the eleventh floor. Uh-huh. Uh People again have seen ghosts in the ballroom. They hear drunken noises and lively parties from empty rooms. Uh, and to follow up on that, there is a guy who again, was staying in the Biltmore, and he's like, I'm going up to the top floor, uh, and it wasn't locked or, like, to where the ballroom is. It's on the 17th and 18th floor, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. And he went up there, and there's table settings, there's, like, everything is set, like, there's going to be an event, but there's not a soul around. And he's like, well, nobody's up here, but nothing's locked, so I'm just looking around, and he's talking about how the vibe is a little creepy and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so this was before I knew 
that you you can hear guests like drunken party noises and music and stuff playing. Uh huh. He's on the seventeenth floor looking around. Nothing really notable there. He goes up to the eighteenth floor and it's still table settings and stuff, but it's quiet. It's silent. There's nobody up there. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm just gonna walk around and look, I guess. And he walks up to this door, and you think it's going to be locked at first, but then he gives it, like, a tug, and it opens. And it's a more private ballroom. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, it, it, this is just, like, phone video. I can't hear anything but him. There's no noise. Right. He opens that door, and this is not, like, a soundproof room. As soon as he steps through the threshold, you hear, like, old-timey music playing, like, loud. And he stopped, mm. and he stopped mid-walk and went, what the heck and it's just, there's music playing like but there's nobody in the room there's oh. nobody in there uh only some of the lights are on uh-huh. like and i know like as a person that works in a convention center if i'm setting up av for something sometimes you have to test and make sure that the speakers are working that the microphones are working that everything is working but it would be very obvious right away where the av is mm-hmm. uh you wouldn't have it just running the whole time usually if we have music running like for a while it's because we're in there cleaning because we want music to listen to it doesn't just go on its own right and in his walking around he didn't see anyone so it was just creepy that he walked through this door and it was like stepping through a sound barrier and suddenly there's music playing and it almost sounds like like and maybe it's just the ambient noise from the music playing but it sounds like there's just people mingling and there's no one in there. Oh, is it music like in Ghost Ship? No, it's, I say old timey. It's not old timey, but it's like, I, let me see actually if I still have the video up. I can't remember what music it was, truthfully. Oh, my nose do be itching. Sorry. You're good. Oh, the haunted bill. So you don't have to spend too much time looking for it, I suppose. Well, I just want to know, okay? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to do, not those beeholes. There was, there was a video I saw that it's sam and colby oh yeah okay Mm. who are they because i watched no offense to their video well full offense to the video (laughs) it was just really cheesy and it was way too hard to understand what was going on oh Um, do you know like why so you know who they are i've come across the names before yes okay yeah it's a no for me dog i did not i don't know See, now I'm never going to find it, but there actually is the second video that I'm going to talk about. So, you know what? That dude just doesn't exist. The video I told you about apparently doesn't exist. So, disregard. (laughs) I don't know. I'll find it sometime and I'll show you and we can decide, you know, if if it's real or not. Okay. But I'm going to hold on to this video because I'm coming back to that one. Fine by me. Uh... So anyway, go. they say there's ghosts in the basement as well, including uh, the ghost of... Well, not in the basement. On the 10th floor, there is the ghost of a little boy, um, and he has no face. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to figure out how to build into that. We have had our fair share, surprisingly, of ghosts with just no face. That's Just like flat, white, usually. Why are all ghosts usually white? Hmm. Interesting. Not true. Not okay. true. There have been shadow type figures. I mean, I suppose like s- slaves and like if you're in that time frame, if you're in that area, mm-hmm. like how we did Mildan with the Underground Railroad, there's a possibility of that. But I feel like all ghosts that are like apparitions. 
uh, I mean, I don't know. Just anytime anybody shows a ghost, it's like, you know. I thought you meant like a white mist. You're talking about their actual race is white. Yeah. Why I say so? No, like, like Caucasian so from the mountains of Caucasus. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, dang it! I kicked the mic. Um, oh, and I found the video of the of the kid that was in the ballroom. Yeah, it's it's his Snapchat story. Okay, uh, let me see. You're gonna get an ad first. Watch. No. I, come. Oh yeah, here he walks in the room. So what kind of music is it? Oh, hold on. This is lame. Sorry, folks. Why can't... Okay. You're doing great. I'm so old. Stop. I'm an old poop. <laughs> I cannot... What in the world? It really is a Snapchat story. Okay. Somehow this is open, too. What? There's music. So this is the 18th. Huh. Not as old as I thought, but... Yeah, it's just like low... It's giving more 60s vibes. Yeah. But yeah, he... If I could let you watch the whole video, it's there is no sound happening, and then you hear that him door open that door, and you hear like crazy. Pretty much, yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> uh, anyway, little boy, no face, we love him. Uh, so again, with the man who said he was he, during the stock market crash in October of 1929, they said he jumped off of the out out of the 14th floor to his death. People do see him walking around the hall still. Apparently, he's one of the best known ghosts in the Biltmore. Okay. Uh, but what I skipped is the part that got me the most for some reason. Apparently, so not only do you see his um, ghost walking the halls, think about how he died. Yeah. Uh, guests say will say that they see the they will see a body falling past their window. Uh-uh. It, like multiple, it doesn't really matter what room. Multiple cases of people saying they they thought they saw someone jump and they see a body like falling down well, past that's the like, window and to the point where people will run outside, they'll call the front and they'll say somebody just jumped and they go and look and there's never anything there. And that's what I came across in my article too. I did cover that. But when you say a body, it's different than... They saw a figure, like... Yeah, no, it's, like, how exact... People say you can see him wandering different floors and his body falling past windows. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, I, that just unsettled me for... I mean, not for some reason, for obvious reasons. Right. Um, Let's see. There's a room on the 13th... Oh, no, see, I started writing that. This... Actually, I could tell you this. Um, I was researching and there was this girl who was like there for a party for Quinceanera actually mm. and because uh, they have all these ballrooms right and she right. said there is supposedly a spirit on the 13th floor that you can only get access to the 13th floor like with a key like sometimes things are just because it's where the ballrooms and stuff are you shouldn't always have access to those things uh-huh. and there's supposed to be this spirit of a guy who if he thinks like it's usually it's only for women and if he thinks you're like pretty or something he'll let you onto the floor because he wants you there with him uh, oh and you can't get there without a key and she's talking about how it's her sister's quinceanera uh when she got in the hotel it or when she got in the elevator it took her to the 13th floor like she didn't ask she didn't punch in the 13th floor but it took her to the 13th floor you think you're that pretty? <laughs> yeah, right. No, but that's what it says. It'll say, like, he will bring people up to the 13th floor if he thinks you're pretty and wants you there. 
Man, I'd be real depresso if it's like you press 13 and it was like no. Denied. Uh, now, here's the dumb thing. That's a different Biltmore. I was watching this video. I was like, uh, dang. And I like had to do some digging to finally figure out she's talking about not the Biltmore in Rhode Island, not the Biltmore in California, and also not the Biltmore in Asheville, North Carolina, and not the Biltmore in Ohio. <laughs> it's the Biltmore in Miami, Florida. There oh, are Lord. a lot of Biltmores. Um which I guess doesn't surprise because when you said that, I was like, that name sounds familiar. Well, that's because there's about 10 haunted Biltmores. <laughs> and it was really frustrating because I would start finding information. I'm like, ooh, this is different and good. And then it's like in Asheville, North Carolina, in Miami, Florida, in Los Angeles, California, in oh, like Columbus, Ohio. I'm like, no. oh my gosh, <laughs> just give me the Rhode Island one. Um, but this other, so this last thing, this video that I'm going to talk about says ghosts hello ghost slams door at biltmore hotel in providence and it's mm-hmm. this dude this video is just sitting in his room he's like so i'm sitting here my bathroom door has slammed on me now like three times three or four times in the last 30 minutes he's like i keep getting up opening it the door slams again okay he's like so i'm gonna you know a shot in the dark here i'm gonna take out my phone i'm gonna start recording to see um oh whoops Come on, phone. Listen, I'm such an old poop. Uh, anyway, so I'm turning him down so I can talk while he's talking because he does talk for a minute. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to pull out my phone. I'm going to start recording. If I don't catch anything in the first few minutes, I'm just going to stop this, uh, set it up, record it, and I'll like break it down for a video later. So this is all in real time. He, You see him get up. He's like, okay. And he like walks over to the hallway. He's like, so here's my bathroom. And he's like, this door has slammed so many times tonight. So he's like, I'm just going to sit here and see what happens. Unseen forces. I don't know exactly when it happens. I can't remember. I'm going to stand here for a couple minutes. If it happens again, then I'm going to catch it on video. If it doesn't happen again, then I'm going to set my camera down and try to just let it sit there and wait and catch it when it happens. So he's just looking down the hallway at the door. That's his reflection in the mirror. I was like, what is that? Yeah. (laughs) So he's just staring, right? Yes. Should be like any second, I think. You won't miss it. My eyes hurt. <laughs> like I'm not blinking. You don't have to look hard. What? Did you see that? Is the light on under the door now? No, no. It's, oh, it's glowing it's just... from the sconce on the wall. No, and he goes in and, like, turns on the light. The bathroom is very small. The bathroom's, like, the size of mine. Uh-huh. He opens the door. There can't be any way that somebody... Was behind it. Right, because someone's like, oh, the door creaks when he steps past it. Someone maybe scooted past him. I'm like, I know my big butt is not letting anybody scoot past me in that doorway. All right. Like, it's... I don't know. Could, this is a situation where could it be, um, you know, camera tricks and just... Like, they cut it at just the right time because someone's like, if you pay attention, the camera auto-focuses right when the door closes. So, it could have been splicing and editing. Because there was movement. I mean... Yeah, well, because he... Yeah, because first of all, that video is nine years old. Think of camera phones nine years ago. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Second of all, yeah, someone's like, it's very... Like, I'm not trying to dismiss it, but it could be because it auto-focuses right then. It could have very easily... Someone could have slammed the door. He spliced it edited it in after they came out of the bathroom shut the door again got out of the picture and i'm like that's a lot of work i don't right. know what do people do those things yeah sure but like it slam slams 
Yeah. Like there is no. It doesn't ease shut. It's like someone threw it closed. Right. And it's really smooth too. If I remember I was, I couldn't see it as I was showing you. It was just a very, like it, it didn't feel man made, man pushed. Yeah. It was very fluid. Um, and I mean, you read in your note, I think you said in your notes, or maybe it was my notes, you know, uh, people talk about they hear slamming doors and stuff. Yeah. His bathroom door slammed. Like, yep. and I just also, he said what time it was during the day. And I'm like, if it really was like two or three in the morning and you're slamming your doors, I'm pretty sure someone would say something like, yeah. so I don't think he's doing it just for a video. Um, that, yeah. But yeah, so... So we got a pretty decent tally, especially so there are multiple assaults by, you know, everybody in power, because when is it not people in power? Of course. Um, Murders, drownings. You've got the boy with no face. You've got the (laughs) woman walking around and you smell her perfume. That one's pretty typical. Uh, The man you see falling just for the rest of his spiritual life, just continuously falling from the 14th floor. Until someone puts his soul to rest, please. <laughs> yeah. No, you see a man falling past your window. Yeah. Um, and then apparently door slamming, like, very, like, slamming, not just, like, go on, slam it. Like, Ghost, right. Adve- or not Ghost Adventures. I mean, it's like Ghost Adventures. I know, Grave Encounters. <laughs> yeah. um, so, just lo- lots of little things, but I, but, I don't know, they're good. It didn't, I didn't have to have these high quality, uh, what do you call them? Just investigations with all of this equipment. This is just random people walking around taking Snapchats, uh, using their iPhone six, like whatever to just, right. Was it, would that have been nine years ago? That would have been 2014. We're up to like the 14 now. So God, very possible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's actually, pre- I'm probably pretty close. I was just throwing out a number. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just this place, I, now who knows? Who knows if these things are true? This person is sitting here and saying there's no information to corroborate it. Uh, but like I said, I have multiple sources citing the same stuff. You're right. Uh, with little to no, you know, leniency in the, in the uh, consistency, little, yeah. whatever, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate that I can't think of words. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> it's all right. I, I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, oh, that was my chair. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. Because I was, that's what I was afraid of. I asked you, I was like, do you find anything good? Because I didn't want to tell you that I found this article. It's like, there's nothing. And we have proof from genealogists and from reading 11,000 articles that that's not true. Right. Well, I feel like, so here's the thing. And this is the this is the challenge we have with every haunted place that we check and just being ghost hunters in general is if you want to disprove it, you're going to disprove it. If you want to prove it, you're going to prove it like Mm -hmm. whatever side you're on, you're going to do everything in your power to prove why your side is correct. So honestly, if you read both of these are like either of these articles You'd be like, yeah, I could believe it. It's like politics, man. Isn't it scary? Yeah. Just very susceptible people. And I will say the chickens on the rooftop being sacrificed seems a little far-fetched. Yeah. And I mean, it I said mean, there he, was like 
uh, cleansing pools and... Weisskopf could have existed. And he could have been a Satanist, but I don't think he's necessarily sacrificing chickens. I would be more pressed to believe that they wanted the farm fresh to table, like farm to table. Right. Well, and here's the thing, like not to go down this this road, but uh, like we said, Satanism is not what media portrays it to be. But yeah. there are people who probably practice it that way. Of course. Yeah. Just like Christianity <laughs> is not always the way that media portrays it to be. But some people practice it that way. And I'm and not somehow gonna... there's a hundred different ways to practice the same religion. Yeah, and everybody's right and everybody's wrong. So you know what? Just be a good person. How how about why don't we start there? Just don't suck. Yeah. It's I literally simple. don't care what your religion is. I'm not like, if you're a Christian listening to this, that's totally fine. We went down that road. Yeah. Um, if you're a Satanist listening to this, that's fine. If yeah. you don't believe in anything, that's fine. I don't care. Just don't be a poopy person. Don't kill people. Don't assault people. Like, don't yell at me in traffic because I'll cry or <laughs> yeah. I'll get road rage. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't. Don't be. Don't be. Oh, my God. We haven't said that in a long time. <laughs> Since, like, 2011. <laughs> yeah. Miranda Sings. Remember when she got her own Netflix show? Yeah. What a weird Remember time. Remember when she got a divorce? What? God dang. It was super sad. You didn't... It no. was years ago. No. What is wrong with you? You better look it up. It was really sad, the video. I was like, like oh, With no. the guy that she was in the show with? I don't remember. I mean, it had to be. How, like... What? Sorry, now I'm all mad. It better all right, not- we're gonna wrap this episode can, yeah. up so because Kelsey cannot just think she can't think right now. <laughs> no, I can't. Colleen Palinger, what is going on? Okay. okay. Well, anyway, that's it. That's Providence, Rhode Island. That's the Biltmore slash the Graduate Hotel. Um, I liked it. It was fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, you got me scared. She, I guess she was married another time. I didn't realize they were only married for a year. She's with. Now, she's with the guy who... Okay, so she's Miranda Sings in the show, right? Yeah. You know, the love interest? That's who she married and has a child with. Oh, wonderful. Right? Wonderful. You didn't know that? Okay, we'll get it together. You scared me. I was like, there is no way. His name, <laughs> I think, what did it say? Eric Stocklin? Something like that? Eric Stocklin. They're still together. Don't you worry. Well, good. They've been together since a time, 2018. All right. Next week... <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we will be in South Carolina. Have we been to South Carolina or North Carolina? South, I believe. Wow. Like, we've actually visited. Not we've not yes, that we've yeah. covered a place. But yeah, no, no, no. Because that's where uh, Brianna's army graduation was, right? Yes. Yeah. She's going to tell us if we're wrong. I'm so nervous now. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure it's South Carolina. I'm scared. <laughs> Wait, but we're going to North Carolina? Where are we going? We went to South Carolina. We're going to South Carolina. What about North? Well, we're going in alphabetical order, Kelsey, so... Yeah, N comes before S. Yeah, we long... That's long gone, my friend. Oh my gosh. I just... Are you having a moment? (laughs) No, okay, so what I pictured is just carolina as a whole i'm like north carolina comes before south carolina oh do you know what do you understand what's happened in my head okay yeah no okay i was alphabetically yeah and i did it alphabetically but forgetting about the carolina part what 
We gotta go. I don't even like you. Cut all of this. No, no just delete just start this episode, the whole episode over. <laughs> so done. So done. Oh, We're gonna be in South Carolina. Fine. Can't. I'm still mad about it. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.